Hi everybody, this is Chilisa. Thank you so much for coming back to my channel. And if you are listening in the podcast, thank you so much for being here. I want to thank you for subscribing and to, to join me here on the podcast. And I just to let you know, I'm also offering subscriptions on the Apple Podcast. You can just find me by searching Julissa Designs Podcast there. I usually upload up exclusive content there if you're a subscriber. I wanted to come here, guys. Happy first day of August, I gotta say, first and foremost. It is August 1st, 2023. Thanks be to God that we have an opportunity to continue here in this life. You know, I'm ready to see what God is doing next. It, it was a great July and I'm ready for a new <laughs> new month. I'm ready to see what God has for me next. Um, in case you didn't know, I'm very busy getting ready for New York Fashion Week. That's a whole nother story. I just wanted to let you know if you don't see me posting as often, that's the reason why, you know. I'm getting myself ready for New York Fashion Week, which is going to take place in September. So just one more month away, okay? Um, wanted to come here real quick, guys. There's a lot going on. Okay, we are so ready for uh, the return of Jesus. You can see it. there's so many breaking news, so many news, so many things unfolding at this at this moment, right? But today, you know, I was like, I got this, you know, I meant to do a podcast, like a, a video, like maybe two days ago and never got to it. Like I said, I've been busy, but I'm like, I want to speak about this because I was last week. Okay, if you don't follow me on my other social media, Last week, I tweeted something. I got the shock of my life, okay? Um, shame on me, though, because here's the thing. We hear, if you're a Christ-believing person, you hear your entire life, right? You might be the only Jesus somebody knows. And that, you know, it makes sense, but at the same time, we that's putting a lot of responsibility on people. We can, you know nobody's going to be just like Jesus. Jesus said, you know, you, you want to strive to be like him, sinless and all of that. But, you know, we, we're humans. Like, and I'm not saying that Jesus wasn't, but we, we're going to fall. You know, we're going to need the grace of God every single day, right? We're going to ask for forgiveness and all of that. But the reason um, that I want to bring this up is speaking about be, uh, being surprised by something that I discovered last week. This is why I don't like social media sometimes. And when you have a hunch about something about someone, pray about it and ask God to reveal the things to you because surely enough, you're going to find it. The Bible says, says, seek and you shall find. And that's exactly what I did. Boy, was I surprised. At the same time, I'm thankful that God gives me that revelation just so that I know not to be fooled by these people. Everybody is playing this double life most of the people right i don't i gotta be careful what i say but i was i found out something that really shocked me so much like i was like like with my open mouth for like 10 minutes i'm what i saw i was like i can't believe what i'm looking at it got me so surprised so shocked and i actually got sick to my stomach i thought these people were not the people that I saw, right? I was completely shocked to see that. So openly public, they're willing to let go of this idea they are that they are really Christians and they're not. 
Um, who am I to, to even judge that, right? But the Bible says, by their fruits, you, you, you will know them, right? So what I saw, I was like, are you serious? This is what they do on their free time? This is how they spend their time. And like I said, when I discovered that, I got so sick to my stomach. I had never gotten like that before. I'm like, I need to get out. Like I got, you know, I started sweating. I got sick to my stomach. And like I said, after I recovered from that, I was like, shame on me for for from putting people on a pedestal. Okay? People these days are living double, double lives. Um, they, they know how to play the game. They know how to tell you what you want to hear. They know how to, to play along the customs, right? They know how to say the right things. That's why we have to be so careful when we meet somebody. We have to be careful. Like one thing with me, I don't like flattery. You know, like you, when somebody just meet you and then they, they basically just go crazy with the flattery. You're like, what is it that you want? Basically, you know, I don't like that. Um, so it's just, it was so shocking. And then after I recovered from that, I'm like, oh my gosh, calm down. Shame on you. Now you, everything is up in the open. Everything is on, the, uh, on top of the table, basically. I was like, okay, calm down. But I'm thinking, then I started crying because I'm like, if that's me, like, who am I? Like, these, are, these people are not really my friends or anything. Who am I? Like, that affected me so much that, like I said, it got me sick to my stomach. Imagine what Jesus sees, right? I was like, then I started crying because I'm like, wow, God, you know, that's why Jesus said to Peter, you know, you're going to deny me three times. You're going to walk with me all these years, you know, all this time, seeing so many miracles and all of that. But when it's showtime, basically... You know, you're going to still deny me. And that's exactly what I saw. If you're going to be part of the world, then you're still, and you want to call yourself a Christian, you are denying Christ. That's, I mean, I don't know how else to call it. That's exactly what it is. So we have to be careful that not everything we see is as it seems, right? And if you have a hunch, that's like the, the Holy Spirit you're saying, you know, there's not, you're not seeing things for what they are. There's more to this story. And I, I pray about it. I'm like, what am I missing? Why am what am I missing here? And I pray. And just like the Bible says, sick and you shall find. There it was. There's so much evidence that I found. And it's just sad. Okay. It was so sad. But um just letting you know that I needed to tell you that story just so that you know what I'm gonna talk to you guys about. So Lisa. You know, she's a famous singer. I'm not a fan of hers, nothing like that, but I know who she is, okay? It's a lot of people say, you know, they don't, they say they they believe in Christ, but I know there's a lot of people who know about Christ. That doesn't necessarily mean that they follow Jesus, right? Um, but anyways, Lisa is being sued right now by some of her former dancers, and I always say, you know, these people, all these singers, we all know the majority of them, maybe 98% of them, they sell their souls to obtain fame and fortune in this world, right? And I could never understand, you know, putting Lisa aside for a second. I'm going to get to the stories. But putting Lisa aside, I always wonder, like, let's say somebody like Shakira, right? 
Everybody said, oh my goodness, everybody put Shakira on a pedestal, but I could never understand how is it that Shakira can go on a stage and dance the way she dances and go on the floor almost naked, dancing with men and women so that the young girls that look up to her look at her and think that that's acceptable, right? And then the next day, she's at the UNICEF, fully um, suited up, saying she's, you know, she cares for the youth and she wants to donate to uh, people in poverty. And everybody, she's such a hero. She's sort of this. But did you not see what she did the day before? You, it's so funny how everything's justified like that, right? It's like she, she sells venom, basically, to your children when she's singing on the stage, right? Like she did with the... With the other one, Jennifer Lopez on the Super Bowl a couple years back. And then because she, you know, she donates to a big corporation, she's such a, uh, you know, she's such a hero and all of that. That's what they say about all these people, right? So Lizzo, right, let's get to the story. Lizzo, excuse me, lawsuit by former dancers accuses Lizzo of sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment. I have been in a hostile work environment and let me tell you that is one of the worst things that you can experience in your work life. It's probably one of the worst things because when it gets to that point when it's already hostile, it means that everybody's playing along with the boss, right? Everybody's involved and they don't like you anymore. So you basically, everything, you can say good morning and they'll be like, we don't like how she, the tone of voice that she used for that. So that means, you know, you need to get out of there, right? Because it's coming, right? Let me read to you guys this article. Lisa has been sued by three former dancers who accused the Grammy winner of sexual harassment and alleged the singer and her production company created a hostile work environment. The civil lawsuit filed Tuesday, so yesterday, August 1st, in Los Angeles County Superior Court claims Lisa pressured the dancers to engage with new performers at a club in Amsterdam and shamed one of them for her weight gain before firing her. Like Miss Liso, okay? Miss Liso who stands so much for plus size and you know, be on your own skin and all of that, is gonna fire somebody for gaining weight? This is what I mean, like people are like, Everything that you do in the dark will come to light. And people can think just because they have an entourage and everything they say, they're being clapped at. And, oh, yeah, Lisa said that's green. It's actually red. Ha, ha, ha. Everybody's, you know, going along with it because, you know, she has a fan club surrounding her because, you know, that's what they do. When you're a person of fame and fortune, like you're going to have all these people following you and they're never going to be you know, how, God forbid they object anything that you might say, right? They're going to applaud you, right? So Miss Lisa, who stands up for so much, who hates probably body shaming and all of that, well, that's what she tells the world that she does. Look what she does behind closed doors, okay? And a lot of people are going to say, oh, you know, because she's famous. That's why they, all these stories come out like that. It goes on artists after artists right every artist has the same story everybody you know basically has the same story and people justify it by you know it's because they're famous that's why people say mean things to them that's why people are uh, doing lawsuits on them 
I understand that. And a lot of the times that could be true, but we already have a person who was the creative director for Lisa who already came out. You know, she said, I worked with Lisa for three years, I believe she said, and I am glad that the dancers stood up for themselves and I are actually filing this lawsuit. So here comes somebody who's already been part of this crew and saying that is exactly what Lisa does. What a shame, what a, a, a contradiction of the mind will be for you to be a backup dancer to this person who is so famous, who wins a war after a war, who people are crying when she comes on stage because people give their testimony and saying how free they feel to see somebody like Lisa represent the, them in, in, you know, in an, on a stage at a Grammy or whatever it is that she's doing because she's somebody of size and they feel great that she, you know she's able to to be the top charge and all of that and these dancers are working with her are working in a hostile environment being fat shame okay being told to perform these obscene things when they go out with her that uh, being forced to go out with her after performance are done just so that they can keep their jobs what a contradiction of the mind that must, have, that must have been for these people. And then the crazy thing is that Lisa and the people surrounding her, they think that that's all okay. Right? It is crazy, guys. It is crazy that people are, you know, I, I guarantee you 100% because this is how it usually works in this type of industries. A lot of the times... You know what's going to happen is it's going to be settled out of court, right? Oh, there's not sufficient evidence to come out. Because right now, I guarantee you that Lisa is probably yelling at all of her staff, making them sign, you know, confidentiality agreements right now, making sure that, you know, they're not going to come out and say anything or collaborate with any of these dancers or anything, um, probably making threats to their family because that's how these people operate, right? They're not going to lose their fame and fortune just because three dancers were brave enough to come out and say something about their work uh, environment and how they've been feeling for the past, whatever, how long they've been working with her, right? Let me just read to you more. Um, the plaintiff, Ariana Davis, Krista Williams, and Noel Rodriguez make numerous charges, including sexual, religious, and racial harassment, disability discrimination, assault, and false imprisonment. The legal, this is a lot, okay? The legal complaint seeks unspecified damages and names Melissa Vivian Jefferson, known for professionally as Liso, her production company, Big Girl, look at the name of her company, Big Girl, Big Touring Inc., and Sherlyn Quilly, captain of the performance dance team. Representative of Lisa did not immediately respond to emails seeking comments for the lawsuit. Um, 
The court filings claims that after performing at a concert in Amsterdam, Lizzo and her crew attended a sexually themed show at a club in the city's notorious, notorious, excuse me, red light district where Lizzo began inviting cast members to take turns touching the new performers, right? Peer, peer pressuring people into doing something. And, she there's a lot of explicit stuff that of course I'm not gonna read here, and they were forcing one of them to participate to the point when even when she said no I don't feel comfortable doing that, Lisa basically make everybody in that club shout, shout and say come on you can do it type of type of thing right to pressure her into doing it. Lisa, who routinely champions body positivity, is also accused of calling out Davis for her waking after accusing the dancer of not being committed to her role. Davis was fired in May for recording a meeting during which Lisa gave out notes to dancers about their performance according to the complaint. Right? Why is she so concerned about, you know, what she does? She, she goes... She gives them reviews about their dancing, and one of them was recording it, and she didn't like that, right? Because, um, you know, a lot of these singers, the reason that I said, well, but she had a problem with that, a lot of these singers, they participate in, like, reality competitions, like American Iron, they give feedback, and they do this and the other. If that's basically what you're doing with your dancers, why can't they record it, Right? You know, maybe some people like to replay feedback so they know, you know, maybe I'll do this next time. That's what she meant when she said that or something. Um, why she have a problem, right? People are crazy. Um, it says here, in addition, after discovering that Davis was a virgin, Lisa frequently discussed the subject and brought it up in interviews and posted it on social media, broadcasting an intensely, intensely personal data about Miss Davis to the world, according to the lawsuit. So she had a problem, a problem with her being a virgin. That is crazy. And, you know, I there was something about Lisa and this never get could I get through. Um, I just... Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's almost like when I, I think, I think I, you guys know that I do a lot of breaking news on my YouTube channel. And one of the performances that she did, I think, I don't know if it was MTV or the Grammys, she had all these women, you know, coming out and they're all clapping for her. Or like one group of women came from the audience and they're like, we're, we're so proud of her. What a contradiction of the mind that must have been for the people who actually worked with her. Right. And don't get me wrong. You know, a lot of the times when people are in leadership positions, right, they're not so liked because they are the ones who tell you, you know, what you're doing wrong and things like that. But like I said, you know, I'm not being quick to believe this story just because just because I don't, you know, at least it's not, you know, it's not my favorite, nothing like that. Already, we have somebody who came out and said, you know, one of the creative director, her former creative director already said, I am glad that these dancers are coming out and speaking, right? Do you guys remember um, during the pandemic, I believe it was, what happened to Ellen DeGeneres? Like, what somebody said something about her, and then there were so many other testimonies of people 
Miss Ellen DeGeneres, Miss Happy dancing all the time, everything's happy. Doesn't even like to for people to look at her when they're in the studio with her or, or like address her or nothing like that. Um, that's crazy. And this is how these people live their lives, okay? And they are surrounded by a group of people around them, their entourage, who are accepting of all of this, right? Um, and it's so crazy. We put all these people on a pedestal, right? And we think they they got it, right? And young girls, probably young girls who are struggling with their weight, might look at somebody like Lisa and have posters of her in their bedroom and they love her music and all of that. And they're like, I want to be just like her when I grow up. Like her, really? This is why parents need to be involved in what their children are listening to they need to be aware they need to know like any updates like this right anything because you know like even some of her music to be honest but i think one of her her music um got very very um I think it was on TikTok. It was like everybody was making videos with that little track of one of her songs. And then when somebody finally understood what she was basically saying, everybody's like, oh my goodness. And they had like baby dancing to this uh, music, which is very catchy and all of that. And it's just, you know, it's so crazy. Now everything is as we, we think it is, right? You have to remember a lot of people know how to play the game. They know, you know, that they know how to say the right things. Um, I just, it's almost like people have a script sometimes, you know. They, everything has to be, you know, everything has to be the same thing. Um, it's, I don't even know, I don't want to get into it, but I was talking to somebody the other day. And it's like, wow, you, you're basically going by script, right? They were saying everything just, it's almost like you're watching like a movie with them, the way they were speaking. Um, but also remember that people are also doing a job, right? Um, I'm trying to get a good example. People are also in a lot of these positions just basically doing a job. And that also includes people in the church. A lot of people are just as staff members that doesn't mean that they are followers of christ you know a lot of people are doing things just to earn a paycheck they might be just good at something okay so we'll see what comes out of this lawsuit i think that you know it's either going to be settled outside of court for an undisclosed amount and she's going to get even more tougher with her staff you know, more confidentiality, more harassment, and all of that. Because one thing I learned from my past in working in different places is that when the minute you want to call out a hostile work environment, like I said, when it gets to that point when it's already hostile, um, that means that everybody's involved and you're basically the cast out. And if you say something is off in this office, it's going to get even stronger, the pressuring, the harassment, um, everything you do is wrong, basically. So you should just leave. Don't say anything. When people get to that point, um, 
like a, when they want to make a hostile work environment, the background work has already been done. <laughs> You're the target, and if you feel it, it's for a reason. You see, the people used, that used to be talking to you, they don't want to talk to you anymore, and they go along with the game, basically, because they're afraid to lose their job. So um, we'll see what comes out of this. We'll see what comes out of this. Thank you so much. Um, everyone for coming here and watching this video listening in the podcast let me know what you guys think have a good day everybody god bless